Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. What would you do when you found out that your partner had a sexual harassment complaint looming against them at their work? We'll get into that in a bit, but first... I caught my boyfriend, 24-year-old male, paying for escorts, and I, 24-year-old female, feel disgusting. Hello, this is my first post, as I have literally no one to talk to this about. I've been with my boyfriend for about four and a half years. I just found out that he's been going behind my back to see escorts and pay for inappropriate things and services. I truly don't understand. My feelings are hurt, but I don't understand why he did what he did. He literally hooked up with me before he found out. The way I found out was going through his phone after we were done being intimate because something in me just had a bad feeling. He literally tried to link with somebody an hour before he saw me. Random tramps at hotels. Like are you freaking serious? Four years. Don't know how to even play it cool in front of my friends. This is a mess. I feel disgusting and the first thing I'm doing is getting tested in the morning. I feel like I just want to keep taking a shower over and over again. But yeah, thanks for reading. Sorry it's long. I don't know what to do. How do I move forward? Do I get revenge? What would that even look like? I'm so angry, hurt, and upset he would disrespect me like this to a completely different level. So first of all, I definitely do not blame OP for feeling the way they do. If I were in that position, I'd be feeling the same way. I'd be extremely worried. I'd be getting all kinds of tests that I can possibly get. I would be furious. Needless to say, if I found this out, I would scoop up everything I can and move out or kick them out and dump out all their stuff. This guy deserves to be kicked to the curb. Cheating is one thing, but when it gets to the point where they're paying escorts and sleeping around behind your back and you just have no idea how it could affect you, you can't salvage that, can you? Also, hi, I'm Steven, and if you guys enjoy tricky relationship topics... Why not hit those like and subscribe buttons down below? That said, our next story is, My boyfriend is insecure about my weight loss. Hi there, Redditors. My boyfriend, 30-year-old male, and I, 28-year-old female, have been together for almost four years now. I love my boyfriend very much, and I know he loves me too, but he is constantly making remarks about my weight loss that I'm not happy about. Within the first year we got together, I was on a weight loss journey having lost over 50 pounds. During this, I had developed an eating disorder, body dysmorphia, as well as my depression and anxiety were at an all-time high. I stopped my weight loss journey to work on my mental psyche and get back to being myself. My boyfriend has supported me the entire time, loving me, caring for me, and calling me beautiful every day. Now that I've worked on my mental health and feel like I'm in a much healthier mindset, I've decided to go back to working out because I've gained back all the weight that I lost. I started working out again, which at first my boyfriend was supportive and encouraging, but over time as I continue to lose weight, he's been less encouraging. He started complaining that he was fat and needs to work out, to which I suggested we could together on multiple occasions. I invite him to join me, but he never feels like doing it. I wrote out an entire workout routine for just him to do on his own because he asked me to, but he never did that either. 
He started getting insecure about me losing weight, saying such things as, You're making yourself hotter and you're gonna leave me. Someone is just gonna come along and you'll leave with them. Some hot guy that works out too will take you. I assure him that this is not the case. I'm not losing weight to impress anyone, but for my own health and well-being. I don't even look or think about other men as potential partners because I love my boyfriend so much. I want to marry him and spend the rest of my life with him. I do at-home workouts on account I can't afford a gym membership at this time. I work late hours with maybe four other people on a busy night, and the only time I go out is to buy groceries or when I'm with him or friends or family. I don't know when or where he thinks I'd even be meeting anyone. I've tried my best to make him feel as secure as I can, which always works for a time, but it's constantly coming back up. I'm not sure of anything else to do. Has anyone else gone through something similar to this? Any advice? Definitely there's some kind of insecurity reeking here. Now, as much as they want to say, oh, they're insecure about you, you're gonna find somebody and you're gonna leave, it's definitely all about kind of them and how they perceive themselves. It's obviously not fair for them to put this burden on OP's shoulders to reassure them, constantly tell them, oh, you're perfect, oh, I won't leave you. I think it would actually be for the best if this guy had some kind of therapy to deal with this. Obviously, that's easier said than done when OP can't afford a gym membership, but it's sad to see because OP clearly loves the guy. But this is something that just eats and chips away at a relationship until it eventually gets to the point where it's just unbearable. How many times do you want to come home after work or hang out with your partner and have the next wave of, well, you're just going to find somebody hotter than me anyways, or, well, I could never keep up with that guy. Our next story is, my husband became less emotional and forces me to do the same. So me, 27, and my husband, 25, are married for a year. And he told me a few days ago that he wants to feel less emotions and to not experience sadness or negative emotions, at the same time happiness. To make me feel the same way, he came to me and said, I think I'll fall in love with someone else. And if you want, you can do the same. I, of course, got confused, cried later, had major anxiety attacks, and the reason of his action was to make me feel no emotions while hearing what he says. Like an experiment... He wanted to test me, saying that he actually does not want to leave me. He wants me to not care about if he leaves me, or he does whatever he wants. It should not mentally touch me. I am a person full of emotions, love, care, joy, and he wants me to become emotionless. He keeps saying that I'm a people pleaser, too emotional. I cry when I watch something emotional and jump if I'm really happy. We argued a few days because of this and he can't stop. I'm going to start a therapy, but he doesn't even agree to it. He says I should just work on myself with no help and become someone who doesn't care about the actions of other people. I feel broken because he was smiling and so happy on our wedding, but as he mentioned, he didn't feel so much happiness and it was fake. As in his past, he was a very emotional person and was going through depression due to being rejected from girls and having fights with his dad. I'm thinking to stop asking him about my action and just live for myself, reducing all the emotions and care I used to give him and instead put it all in me. Will it break my marriage or is it already broken? I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role like me. 
In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Is it possible that my husband is going through a rough patch and he'll be normal again? I mean, if I were in OP's position, personally, I would feel kind of alarmed by seeing this kind of behavior happen. To me, it feels like the marriage isn't broken, it feels like he's broken in some way. OP having emotions where they cry when they watch something emotional or they jump when they're happy is a beautiful thing. For this guy to not only try to shut out every emotion for himself, but to try to force their partner to also shut out any emotion too? I think that just highlights an incredibly unhealthy coping mechanism and highlights that they're probably not mentally in a very great space. I think this guy needs some real genuine intervention. This next story is I, 24 year old female, snooped through my boyfriend's 23 year old male journal. Should I tell him? I feel very guilty. I met him about two years ago and we've been seriously dating since. I have a problem with being clingy and feel like I always need to have him around. He goes out of his way to see me every day, but we just end up talking about me. I know he keeps a journal. I asked him and he said it organizes his thoughts or helps him remember stuff. I'm 100% sure if I asked to see his laptop or phone, he'd just hand it to me. But this journal seemed to be like the one thing he kept private. I don't suspect him of cheating at all, but I just wanted to snoop, and he trusted me enough to leave it out. I read it cover to cover and I feel awful. It was some to-do lists, drawings, poetry, and goals. I feel like I violated his privacy so much. Not that there were secrets or anything, but he had financial things written out and personal stories written. I feel so dirty. I'm terrified. I almost let it slip on accident. I read one of his passwords and it was a place we went to on a date and when we spoke about that place, I barely stopped myself from mentioning that being in his password. I don't know what to do. He grew up with 8 siblings, so we already had no experience with privacy and I violated his one private thing. Should I tell him? To be honest, regardless of how he may react, what may happen to your relationship, I think it is for the best that you tell him. I think it's more important to get this burden off of your shoulders and to be honest with this guy because I know if I were the boyfriend in this situation, I'd rather know than maybe find out down the road years later or never find out but have it weighing on your mind the whole time. I guess the real fears are A. Will it ruin the relationship? B. How will it affect them? Will they give up this journal or this diary type thing forever? ruin their ability to trust people, and also not a fear, but should OP seek some kind of therapy for the behaviors that led to this happening? Our next story is, I, 31-year-old male, and my partner, 27-year-old female, blocked all contact with my parents following a fight. My partner and I are happily together, and I'm looking to propose to my partner shortly. In this sense, a wedding is years away. My parents come from a traditional Greek background, And as soon as I told them of the proposal instead of being happy for me, they went straight into talking about the wedding, the procedure, what needs to be done to prepare, 
who I should pick as best man based on the culture and finances for the wedding. My parents believe that they should put in half, and my partner's parents put in half. We never asked for money and are perfectly happy paying for our wedding ourselves. My partner's parents, however, are not in a good financial situation, and we told my parents this was the case, and that they could not contribute, and that if they did, it wouldn't be much and we'll pay for the other half. My parents from this were insistent on a formal sit-down to discuss finances with them. We told my parents this wasn't a good idea and would just make them feel horrible for not having as much to give, and said that if they did give anything, it would simply be a gift during the planning process. My parents could not accept this, and we felt we were telling them who they can and can't talk to, being disrespectful and got very upset and didn't speak to us for a week. They were still insistent that they needed to know how much they can contribute and for us to apologize for saying who they can and can't speak to. My father kept messaging, putting the blame on us, telling us to just apologize to keep the peace, that this is a test to see how respectful my partner would be to her future in-laws. Eventually it got too much and I told them I just needed some space for my mental health. They called frantically to make sure I was okay and said they don't care about this whole thing and just wanted to make sure I was okay. I told them, okay, let's drop this whole thing and move forward. They agreed, then immediately started back into the argument, talking about how they felt and how it was disrespectful what we did. I told them this isn't dropping it and can we please drop it and move forward. They agreed again and then got straight back into initial argument again. This went on to happen four times until they hung up sent me a message saying I've ruined the family and it's clear I want nothing to do with them and to go our separate ways in life. I did not respond. The next day my dad messaged me saying again that this was a test in a way for my partner and how she would treat them and that he would send me an email with their thoughts on everything. At this point my health is severely deteriorating and the stress pushed me to simply block them on everything. They won't move forward, they won't stop trying to prove they're right. My question is whether I made the right decision blocking, and if I could have done anything better or differently. I don't think OP really could have done too much different. In this situation, they're literally telling their parents, this is making me suffer mentally, and they go, oh, okay, okay, alright, no more of that. And then as soon as they think it's calmed down enough, they go right back to it. At some point, you have to just prioritize you, your partner, your mental health, Blocking them, I think, makes a lot of sense. Maybe they'll realize the weight of their actions if they're not even invited to their own kid's wedding that they wanted to pay something for. This next story is, I, 31-year-old female, think my boyfriend, 30-year-old male, comments are control tactics. We've been off and on for seven years. One recurring issue is clothing. Anytime I wear something remotely daring, He gets an attitude and starts to act weird and eventually leads to an argument. We were at Starbucks and everything was fine until we got to the register and his mood changed. I asked if he wanted anything and he kept saying no but wouldn't look at me. I asked what was wrong. He said nothing but I knew at some point he would say. On the drive home he said, Everywhere we go you always try to make eye contact with other men. He's accused me before of trying to eye-freak men in public, once at a grocery store, and he said, It's a man thing, you'll never understand. They'll think they can have you. For reference, I have ADHD. I also try to have more situational awareness after my BFF was murdered by a man who stalked us. It haunts me, so I constantly feel like I need to be hyper-vigilant. 
This guy is reeking of not only insecurity but definitely controlling behavior. I would honestly say it's probably for the best to start pulling away from somebody like this. I think considering OP and their circumstances and what they've experienced in life, this probably isn't the right kind of person to really involve yourself with. You need somebody that actually has your back. Our next story is my 33-year-old female fiancé feels my sister, 35-year-old female, has constantly disrespected her whenever we're around and wants me to cut her off. I feel torn. I need some help. I'm 31-year-old male. My 33-year-old fiancé feels my sister, 35, is constantly disrespecting her whenever we're around and wants me to cut her off. I feel torn. Need some help. I've been with my fiancé for going on five years, and she has a son who I've known since he was a year old, and he's now five. It's been a relatively great relationship and I love her and, you know, someone I want to spend my life with. We have normal fights here and there and she didn't have the greatest upbringing, abusive parents and all that, but she is an amazing woman regardless. Our main issue and our biggest fight that reoccurs is she feels my older sister is very disrespectful to her. I admit I've never said anything to my sister. I'm not the most confrontational person, but examples, she wouldn't shake her hand when she first met just looked her up and down and went back to talking to my mom, wouldn't acknowledge her when we were leaving their house after she tried saying thank you for having us, only stopping to acknowledge her son when she sent him to say goodbye the final time, make small subtle jabs, I don't hear them all but she views them as disrespectful and I believe her, only shows an interest when we go over there to her son, he's the new cute kid, she has two kids herself and her boyfriend has two kids as well. I could go on with more examples, but also my fiancé thinks my sister puts on the facade of who she is as a person. My sister comes off as a very social media poster and seems just all she does is for likes and stuff. My sister's ex-husband was caught, not in jail, got busted because he was talking to an adult posing as a minor, trying to talk to a minor for hooking up, and she still has her kids go with him. My fiancé just feels my sister is very fake or vain and also disrespectful to her and even me. I've always felt my sister was the favored child ahead of me and she got a lot more from my parents than from me. I admit again I haven't talked to my sister about this and now it's gotten to the point of do I have to cut my sister off at least for the meantime or lose my fiancé? It's my fault I never addressed this earlier with my sister. I mean if those are the decisions she wants to make... I don't know how much room you have to try to step in and change that, but if it's leading to toxic behavior that's affecting you or your family, I mean, it's probably for the best to at least create some kind of distance. Is there a way that they could try to reduce it where only one-on-one OP could reach out to them? If somebody's poor life choices and overall behavior is starting to tear down or affect other innocent people, I think it's healthy to have a little bit more space. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Our next story is my girlfriend, 27-year-old female, guilting me, 25-year-old male, into paying more often. My girlfriend is guilting me into spending more, 
see my previous post for more detail on our financial status. That said, my girlfriend, who makes a moderate but not significantly less than me, is always complaining about not having enough money, not having enough places to cut back, etc. This is not entirely true. She spends a lot of money on high-end wants, serious monthly hair, top-shelf makeup, nails, and routinely goes on out-of-state or country trips. Just the other day, she complained that she's crying over money now. On the tail end of a long weekend trip with her friends, she then proposed that for her upcoming date night that she could just not eat to avoid her side of the bill. She then went on to say essentially, all of my friends' boyfriends pay for everything, and I know we don't always do that, but that's okay. I told her if she had just asked, I would cover the date, but it vaguely sounds like she's guilting me, and I didn't appreciate it. I don't care about paying for dates, but it's irritating to me she cries that she's got no money for a prospective joint expense when she spends exorbitant amounts on herself alone and travels frequently. Essentially, I don't care about paying for dates, I do care that she will be complaining about not enough money for serious expenses down the road due to inability to abstain from high-end personal wants. Thoughts? How do I bring this up? I definitely see where OP's coming from. It's not the gesture of paying for dates on the regular, it's the way she's going about it. Definitely trying to guilt them, rather than just being, like, upfront about it. It's one thing if they're just honest and state their true feelings, but to go about it and be like, almost insinuating that OP isn't doing enough or doesn't care enough or isn't as good as their friends' boyfriends, I can see why that would be very upsetting. I can't really think of a great way to go about it, besides maybe just being honest that you kind of see through it and you don't appreciate the guilt trip. Hopefully it doesn't lead to another major argument, but for some reason I feel like it will. Our next story is, I, 24-year-old female, can't take men seriously due to a history of unwanted attention. A friend of mine suggested I post my dilemma here, so here goes. I'm a 24-year-old female, and I've had to deal with unwanted sexual attention from men for pretty much as long as I can remember. It's gotten to a point where I don't know how to navigate relationships anymore because of how sick it makes me feel. I want to make it clear that when I say sexualized, I'm talking about comments, advances, and moves that have been made by just about every man I've encountered post-puberty. To clarify, this goes beyond close family and school staff. These encounters involve people I've worked with, strangers on the street, classmates, tutors, people who I thought were friends, and even extended family members. I consider myself reserved, and I make an effort to dress modestly, but none of that seems to deter it. The language that's been thrown my way has been truly nasty, and I genuinely don't invite this kind of attention. Comments about my face and my body, things they would like to do to me, I simply do not understand how I could be attracting that kind of attention, especially for them to be saying it to my face. The idea of having a simple platonic male friend feels like a distant dream. It's like a waiting game for when they'll cross the line. It's affecting my view of men, painting them as nothing but desperate creeps, which I know is a generalization I need to address. I'm struggling with this growing resentment and anger. I can't take men seriously anymore when they express interest, because it feels like they're just trying to manipulate me into giving them what they want. It's like I can see through their act, and it infuriates me. I find myself questioning their intentions and viewing them as nothing more than animalistic. I'm starting to worry how this will affect my future. I want to be in a healthy relationship, 
but I don't know if these feelings I've developed towards men will allow it. Don't get me wrong, I'm physically attracted to them, but the constant frustration is overwhelming. How do I move forward from this? How can I learn to trust men again and engage in a relationship without this cloud of negativity hanging over me? I mean, beyond the fact that I'm a total amateur nobody speculating on these things, I think this especially is a situation that I'm not really qualified to speculate or diagnose on. All I can say is, I definitely think growing up, if you experience a repeated pattern of behavior from a generalized group, I can't blame OP for growing into these assumptions and fears. Obviously, the generalization isn't completely true. You can have male friends that don't want to eventually, inevitably want to get in bed with you. But sadly, I do think there are a lot of situations where guys will be friends with girls who, if given the chance, would immediately change the relationship in that way. I honestly think therapy would be pretty important for a situation like this. I think an important thing just to try to keep in mind is that there are good men out there that do exist, even though sadly there are a lot of bad ones as well. Our next story is, I, 17-year-old male, have a new stepsister, 16-year-old female. It seems like she's trying to anger me on purpose. I live with my father, 48-year-old male. My mother passed away 8 years ago, and it's just been the two of us since then. After my mother passed away, my father was basically a shell of his former self and it took him years to get back on his feet. Around 3 years ago, my dad met Lisa, 47, 45, sorry I don't remember. They met randomly during one of my father's work trips and hit it off. They dated for 2 years. I was initially indifferent and a bit on the fence, but she makes my father happy and is pretty chill as a person, so I started supporting them. During their dating period, I found out Lisa has a daughter from a previous marriage, Marika, 16-year-old female. I met her only once during a dinner and we basically didn't speak at the time. She didn't look particularly interested in knowing each other and I'm not exactly a talkative person. Last year, my father proposed to Lisa, she said yes and 6 months ago they got married. Lisa and Marika transferred in our house. The house is quite big and there was room to spare. Now, it was obviously a big change, and I understand it was quite traumatic since they lived over 50 kilometers away, and Marika had to change school, but she has been an unbearable pain in my butt since the day we started living together. To name a few things, the day they moved in, I went in her room and told her that I understood it was a big change, and that if she wanted to talk about anything or wanted to know anything about the town or needed anything at all, She simply needed to ask and I would help her as much as possible. In response, I was rudely kicked out of her room and told to freak off. I was like, okay, it'll take some time. I own my own motorbike. It's a secondhand one. I worked for it and used basically everything I had to buy it. Since my father and Lisa work in different places in opposite directions, they both take their car in the morning to go to work. So the only vehicle left is my motorbike. I told Marika that if she needed a ride somewhere... I would gladly give her a lift there. She said no and thought the thing ended there, only to find out she took my motorbike without permission while I was sleeping and went who knows where. Luckily she was unharmed and my motorbike was fine, so I wasn't particularly angry but she didn't even apologize for it. Our house doesn't have many rules. They can be summed up in clean after yourself, for example if you use a plate to eat, wash it and put it back. If you have something that needs to be washed, put it in the laundry basket instead of throwing it on the floor. Girlfriends and boyfriends are allowed in the house but it would be appreciated a heads up before bringing them home in order to avoid accidents. 
They are easy rules, right? Well, apparently not, since she broke all of them constantly. Our parents are often away for a couple of days. My father often travels for work, and Lisa can work from remote, and they enjoy spending some alone time together, so she often goes with him when he travels. During those periods, me and Marika are alone. I can cook for myself and it doesn't cost me anything to cook one more meal, so I ask her if she wants something, and she either refuses or accepts, but acts as if she's making me a favor for eating my food. I could go on and on about other episodes where she basically did everything she could to upset me and my dad. Lisa and dad tried to talk to her multiple times, but she either acted as if nothing happened or didn't give a dang about what they were saying. In the past few weeks, it looked like she had calmed down. She still had her sharp tongue and her irritating way of speaking, but she looked calmer. She went out with friends, she stopped trying to anger me on purpose, it looked like she and dad were getting along better and we even found ourselves joking with each other during lunch and dinner. But then yesterday I found her snooping around in my room, looking at my books and touching my stuff. I don't know what she was looking for, and she basically ran away the moment she saw me. I intend to question her about it when she comes back home today. I mean, I don't know what her life was like necessarily growing up. Moving into this situation and being brought along maybe is an uncomfortable thing for them. Something I like that I saw somebody else suggest is kind of taking it a little bit on the chin. You want to connect with them and you want to reach out to them. Well, in a situation where you're trying to offer to make food for them, and they make it feel like they have to accept that as a favor to you, allow it to be that way and continue to try to nurture a relationship. As far as your bedroom goes, definitely get a lock, keep those boundaries up. It might take some time, but allow it to be whatever situation she's kind of angling for, and maybe just try to nurture some of that goodwill. Hopefully she comes around. If not, you set your boundaries. Our next story is my 36-year-old female partner, 37-year-old male, disclosed to me that a sexual harassment complaint has been lodged against him at work. What would you do? My husband and I have been married since our early 20s, and he's cheated on me one time before we were married when we were just out of high school. He confessed it to me, even though it was unlikely he ever would have been found out. We went through a difficult period in our marriage about six months ago. We were still together, but we weren't sure whether we would be staying together. Last week, my husband came to me and explained that he'd been formally reprimanded from HR for sexual harassment. He said that during that rough patch, he was closing up the office and a co-worker he was friends with was also working late. They were talking and he asked if he could kiss her. She said no. He said that he's done his best to stay away from her since then, partially due to it being awkward and partially because he realized as soon as she said no that it was a major misstep. Anyways, although he was formally reprimanded, he's worked for the company for years and his job is not in any danger. He asked for a department transfer, which is something he wanted anyways, but now the office might agree, so that stuff isn't the issue. I have no reason to think he's lying, but I am curious whether all he asked was to kiss her. Would she have really have kept quiet about a kiss request for half a year? I want to reach out and get her side of the story, we're acquaintances from office parties and such, but I'm worried it would get him in more trouble at work. I know he wouldn't have pushed himself physically on someone, but I can see him propositioning someone beyond a kiss. What would you do? Would you just take him at his word since he's never lied before about this kind of thing? Would you reach out to the other person to see if the stories align? Should I just drop it? 
I mean, I could see somebody asking if they could kiss them being enough to report this, but for six months to pass and then they finally report it? It does make me feel like there probably is more going on, whether it's looks or just a way of handling themselves around them that makes them uncomfortable. That said, I think it's a terrible idea to try to reach out to this person and try to talk to them about it. Honestly, I think the last thing somebody who goes and reports a harassment thing to HR wants is to all of a sudden feel like they're getting interviewed by the partner of the person who harassed them. If anything, OP should ask for some kind of like HR supplied information if such a thing exists. All I know is if I were in OP's position, I don't know if I'd be able to put up with that either way. But with that being said, that's all the time we have for today. Now if you want to hear another crazy relationship topic, check out that video on the left. Or if you missed my latest video, check out that video on the right. That said, I'll see you all next time with some more stories.